welcome to the Mom Life Weight Loss Podcast. This podcast is all about helping you to end the overwhelm of the weight loss industry. I'm Laura, a registered dietitian and mom. I'm super passionate about coaching moms to successfully lose weight. I'll be your coach, helping you to keep it simple and stay motivated so you can lose weight, keep it off, and be your best you. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Mom Life Weight Loss. Today's episode, I'm delving into sleep. I mean, who doesn't love to sleep? Sleep is definitely a very undervalued factor in managing your weight. I'm going to chat about the connection between sleep and weight, way sleep may help you lose weight, and what we can do about it. Plus, this week's tip is obviously about how to get better sleep, so stick around until the end so you don't miss it. All right, let's get started. I'm always honest with you, and that means straight up admitting that losing weight is hard. Statistics also don't generally favor the long-term success of weight loss, and I see people touting that all the time, especially when they are like an intuitive eating person or a healthy at everybody's size or all of that, talking about how weight loss is detrimental to you and how you shouldn't even do it because most people can't keep lost weight off. I truly believe that most people are not successful with losing weight and keeping it off because they are going about it the wrong way. They are doing fad diets. They're creating unsustainable habits for themselves. They have way too big and unrealistic goals. And while they don't really tackle all the factors in their lives that can be affecting their ability to lose weight and keep it off. Often, restricting calories and increasing your physical activity are what is touted as the best ways to reduce your weight. And of course, this does work, but just not as well as everyone wants it to. Plus, everyone is an individual, and people definitely need much more personalized approaches. This is where looking at behavioral factors like sleep and stress, etc., have been shown to be another layer that likely needs to be talked about when people are trying to lose weight. There is still so much to be learned about the complicated relationship between sleep and weight, but there is definitely information that points to getting a good night's rest and the weight loss benefits. I'm just going to say right now, I actually had a client at my old clinic who wanted to lose weight I found out that he was a smoker and he was barely sleeping at night, like something like less than four hours consistently. I basically told him, do not try to lose any weight. I'm not even going to help give you strategies right now to lose weight until you fix all of your sleeping habits. And we talked about that a little bit. And then the clinic that I used to work at um, had the option of sitting down with psychology. And so he talked about strategies with them. And this honestly never happens happened to me when I worked here, but he actually called me about a month later and he told me that he had changed nothing else other than working on getting better sleep and he had already started losing weight. He w- did nothing to his eating habits other than 
the only thing that he changed, he was still smoking. He was not changing. He didn't actively like make a goal to change his eating habits. His goal was to improve his sleep. And as a result, he started losing weight. He was making better food choices. And he was so pumped that he was about to tackle quitting smoking. And then he was going to move on to changing his eating habits. It's just a quick example to show you how important sleep is and that if you are getting crappy sleep, then you are not doing yourself or your body any favors if you are also trying to lose weight at the same time. All this to be said, if you're trying to lose weight, it's important that we're getting enough sleep. I would say it is important on a level of also talking about our nutrition, also talking about our activity, also discussing our sleep, and then I'll talk about other things in upcoming episodes also talking about stress. All of these things are important and these extra things are what get missed when we talk about losing weight. People just talk about eat eating, people just talk about exercising, and we miss kind of all these extra behavioral factors that are of course affecting our success and our achieving of our goals. If you feel that you are not getting enough sleep, you are not alone. About 35% of American adults are sleeping fewer than seven hours most night. And getting fewer than seven hours of sleep at night is what is considered short sleep. And I mentioned this in the last episode. R, my husband, used to work in the, like, let's call it the sleep world. And he always said that research showed that you need about an average of eight hours of what is considered good sleep. And over the past several decades, the amount of time that Americans spend sleeping has actually steadily declined and has, as well, people report that the quality of their sleep has declined as well. Now I'm going to go through some ways that getting enough sleep can help you lose weight. So instead of taking it from like a negative viewpoint, I'm going to try and take it from the positive viewpoint about how improving your sleep is going to benefit you and all the different ways that it does and how you can do it. So number one, enough sleep may help you avoid weight gain that is associated with short sleep. So again, short sleep is defined as fewer than six to seven hours of sleep overnight. And this type of sleep, short sleep, has been linked to higher weight and weight gain. And studies show that it negatively affects your hunger levels and it can affect your hunger hormones. So there are two hormones which affect our hunger and fullness. So the first one is called ghrelin, 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 whatever. This is the hunger hormone that makes you feel hungry. So let's think of it like it's a little gremlin in your stomach that makes your stomach rumble and makes you feel hungry. And less sleep makes this little hunger gremlin go up in your body. Leptin is the other hormone, and this is what is called like our full hormone. Less sleep causes this hormone to be suppressed in your body, which then lowers your body's signal to your brain that you are feeling full. So again, less sleep, short sleep, causes your little ghrelin, your gremlin, your hunger hormone to go up and your leptin, your full hormone, to be suppressed. Other ways that slow sleep or short sleep can affect you is through changes in things like insulin growth factor and increased levels of cortisol, which is your stress hormone. What all of this means is that your body's functions 
don't work as efficiently on less sleep. And I'm not going to go into like all the statistics and all the studies, blah, 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 because that's super boring. But numerous studies have found that poor sleep is associated with weight gain and a higher likelihood of obesity in both adults and children. So everyone benefits from getting more sleep. So the more sleep that you get is going to help your body avoid gaining weight. Number two, sleep may help moderate your appetite. So obviously, I already mentioned that getting enough sleep may help prevent increases in calorie intake and appetite that can happen when you're sleep deprived. Studies also show that tired people actually report increased hunger and a higher daily calorie intake. And then these calories are often from foods that they are craving, foods that are higher in fat and higher in sugars, which I talked about in the fatigue episode, right? When you're hungry, you're tired, your brain is literally cueing you like, please give me some quick energy, which is in the form of sugar. These choices are likely due to these little hunger hormones, our ghrelin, our little gremlin hunger hormone, and leptin, our fullness helper. Poor sleep can increase your appetite due to the changes in these hormones. So like it's not even that you are imagining that you feel more hungry after a day of poor sleep. It actually is real. Like this is how your body is reacting to having less sleep. Your hormones are changing as a result. Your brain is cueing you to eat, and it is because of this dysregulation of these hunger and full hormones in your body. Getting more sleep helps you to better manage your appetite, which of course helps you in your goal of losing weight. Number three, it may help you to make better food choices. Okay, so like obviously I've talked about this, but 100% it's worth mentioning again. Lack of sleep makes it harder to resist tempting foods. And this is because reward centers in your brain are more stimulated by food when you are sleep deprived. So for example, after a night of poor sleep, not only is that bowl of ice cream more rewarding, but you are also going to have a harder time practicing self-control in let's say going back for seconds or how much ice cream you're putting in your bowl. Poor sleep can decrease your self-control and decision-making abilities and increase your brain's reaction to food. So better sleep will help you make better and make it easier for you to make choices that are more helpful and balanced. Number four, potential benefits for your metabolism. Okay, so metabolism is such a buzzword in the weight loss world, and I like have a love-hate relationship with it. There's way too much weight, haha, pun intended, put on your metabolism. I am going to mention it here briefly just because it is worth noting that enough sleep can help you avoid decreases in metabolism. Poor sleep can potentially decrease your resting metabolic rate but the findings are kind of mixed on like how much this really does change your resting metabolic rate. So it's worth mentioning, but we're not going to put all of our eggs in the basket of this metabolism changing factor. But of course, who doesn't want a better metabolism? So the more you sleep, the more favors you're doing for your metabolism. Number five, sleeping early can prevent late night snacking. Is this too obvious? (laughs) 
Clearly, if you stay up later, you are just giving yourself more time for eating, which obviously just extends your eating window and makes it more likely that you are going to reach for food. This is where aiming for a 12-hour fasting window overnight is a good idea. Because if you are, you know, stopping your eating at 8 p.m. and you're waking up in the morning and you're starting your eating at 8 a.m., you have that 12-hour window. And like, let's say you're going to bed at 10 p.m. So it's two hours after you eat, you're going to bed. If you're staying up until 1 a.m., now you've stayed up all those extra hours after your dinner meal or whenever the last time you ate was. And it's more likely that now you're going to be like, huh, it's been like five or six hours since I ate. I'm feeling hungry. I need to have a snack. But if you're already sleeping, you're going to avoid that late, late night snacking that might be going on. This is just worth mentioning that going to bed earlier obviously then decreases your ability to get up and be eating foods. Number six, my last one that I'll mention is sleep can enhance your physical activity. These two are like two peas in a pod. Lack of sleep decreases physical activity. And a lack of physical activity actually may lead to worsened sleep. Like, what the what did I just say? So regular exercise can actually help decrease the time it takes you to fall asleep and increase the quality of your sleep. Plus, lack of sleep causes daytime fatigue and then can make you less motivated to be active. And you may expend fewer calories in a day when you're tired than you would after a proper night's rest. Your body is designed to protect itself. So that's what it's doing when you are tired. It's saving up your energy to make sure that you have enough to continue on. If you continue to be tired, it wants to make sure that you're going to have enough energy to do all of your bodily processes. This can make achieving a calorie deficit in your day in order to lose weight a little bit harder. Getting enough sleep may increase your motivation to be active and your performance while being active. Yay, which is great. And it can also help improve your improve your sleep, which then feeds into that loop to motivate you to be more active. Being more active helps you sleep better. Sleeping better helps you be more active. Loop, loop, see what I'm talking about? Two little peas in a pod, sleep and physical activity. Here's the bottom line. If you are trying to lose weight, not getting enough sleep can really be sabotaging your efforts. Adequate sleep, 100%, is an important part of a healthy weight loss strategy, and I truly think that we do not talk about it enough. I can almost hear you protesting through the internet waves while you listen to me talk about this right now. But Laura, I'm busy. I have little kids who wake me up in the middle of the night. I stay up late to get alone time for myself, etc., etc., etc. Yes, I hear you. I am guilty. I do this. I have those little kids. I am not here to preach to you that you now need to go and figure out how to get a pristine sleep. Otherwise, you won't be able to achieve your weight loss goals. That's not what I'm saying. I'm here to inform you of this often under-discussed factor that can play a role in you achieving your goals. And I'm here to help you set small goals to improve your sleep, right? We're not aiming for perfection here. So let's just go through some tips for quality sleep because there's lots of different ways to improve your sleep. Of course, we're not aiming for perfection. We're just aiming for small changes, small habits, adding on top of each other to get us to our bigger goals. 
So let's go through three main ones that you can do to help improve your sleep right away. So keeping a regular sleep schedule. Aiming to go to bed and wake at the same time every day is a big help to your body. Swings in your schedule disrupt things like your metabolism and your blood sugar levels. So ideally, picking a bedtime and sticking to it most nights is what you should be doing. Darkness. Your body and your brain need darkness to help it know that it's sleeping time. Now, if you live where I do and it's getting dark at like 5 p.m., you're probably thinking, cool, I don't have that problem. But you also need to think about artificial light from TV, your phone, and even a bedside lamp. So what we want to do here is cutting it out before bedtime. Stress. Reduce stress. There. Do you feel less stressed out now that I've told you to reduce your stress? If only, right? It does affect our ability to sleep. So coming up with a way to help calm yourself before bed can be beneficial to helping you fall asleep faster. So maybe it's a five-minute meditation. Maybe you're listening to a sleep story. Maybe you're doing a breathing exercise to help you relax and fall asleep. Maybe if your mind is racing at bedtime, you keep a notepad next to your bedside table and you write out everything in your mind so that it's written down out of your mind for you to tackle the next morning. Pick something that you think sounds that something that you would be okay with doing. So for example, like I do this like breathing technique. There's like a bunch of different ones. Like I breathe in a rectangle or I breathe like three, four, five, in for three, hold for four, breathe out for five. And I like repeat that to help me relax at night because I have, I really do struggle to fall asleep. This brings me into my tip this week. I want you to take you know, five minutes and look at your sleep habits and your sleep routine. And then pick one place where you can make a small adjustment to help improve your sleep. Is it an earlier bedtime? Is it a better bedtime routine? Are you going to start turning your phone off five minutes earlier than you do right now? Are you going to sleep with earplugs in? I don't know what it is, but what I want you to do is take a quick look at your sleep habits and pick one small thing that you can start changing to move yourself towards an improved sleep. So I'll just go over the one, the three ways that you can improve your sleep quickly. So regular sleep schedule, darkness, and reducing stress. You look at your routine, look at your sleep habits, where it's one small place that you can make an adjustment to help improve your sleep. And no, I don't have a solution for your small children waking you, but if you have a solution for that, please come over to my house and share it with me. This episode was all about sleep. I love sleep. I miss pre-kid sleep and sleeping in. Here we are. I'm a busy mom and my sleep is not the best. Of course, I can work on improving it and I'm sure you can do the same. I hope you learned something new today and that you found this episode helpful. If you did, I'd love if you'd leave me a review. It can help other moms find the podcast and learn all this awesome stuff that you just did. If you want to join our community of moms and chat about all things mom life, nutrition, weight loss, and just generally support each other, being a mom is hard, please join my free Facebook group, Moms Supporting Moms with Weight Loss. The link to join the group is in my show notes. All right. Happy sleeping, mama. Bye for now.